Welcome back everyone. We are only halfway through the first quarter of the year, but I've already seen a handful of my stocks raise their dividend. I hope you have been enjoying some nice dividend increases this year as well. 13 out of my 56 core holdings have already announced new dividend rates. Some have been great and others not so much. Today I wanted to talk about these dividend increases, show you the impact they have had on my future dividend income, and sprinkle in a few details about my portfolio as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, let's start off by going over each dividend increase in alphabetical order. First up is BlackRock that raised its quarterly dividend rate from $4.88 to an even $5. That is a rather low 2.46% increase, which is below par compared to historical growth for the stock. Last year, BlackRock raised its dividend by a cool 18.16% from $4.13 to $4.88. And if we look back further, the 2023 increase is the lowest for BlackRock since 2009, when the company failed to raise its dividend at all. I guess any increase is better than no increase, but my expectations were to see a higher bump than we did. Number 2 is Blackstone that raised its quarterly dividend from $0.90 cents to $0.91. Cents. That's also a very low increase of just 1.11%. Blackstone is a bit of a special case though, as they pay a variable dividend throughout the year. In 2022, the company distributed $4.94 in dividends, which was 38.38% more compared to the prior year. For 2021, the total dividend payout was 86.91% higher than 2020. The dividend history hasn't always been so rosy. In 2020 and 2019, the annual dividend payout declined compared to the prior year. And if you look further back in time, the history is pretty mixed. So even though it looks like Blackstone has increased its dividend rate, if we just compare Q1 of 2023 to Q4 of 2022, whether or not the total amount of dividends paid in 2023 will be larger than 2022 remains a big question mark. During 2022, the dividend rate declined progressively from quarter to quarter. In Q1, Blackstone paid $1.45, in Q2 they paid $1.32, in Q3 they paid $1.27, and $0.90 in Q4. I could see why some dividend investors would rather avoid this type of fluctuations in dividend payments, but I've decided to roll the dice with Blackstone. Number 3 is Cigna that raised its dividend from $1.12 to $1.23, or by 9.82%. The first nicer bump on this list that just came up short of double digits. This increase was slightly lower than last year's increase of 12%, and much lower than the 9,900% increase Cigna announced in 2021. Of course that was a one-off boost to the dividend that wasn't likely to be repeated. Prior to 2021, Cigna paid an annual dividend of just 4 cents, and in 2021 they returned to the quarterly dividend payment structure that was abandoned in 2008. They have a mixed history of dividend growth, but appear to have kicked it into overdrive in the last few years. Back in June of 2004, the company cut its dividend. It then remained flat at the new lower rate until 2007, when investors saw a small increase. And then in 2008, the company decided to replace the quarterly payout with an annual payout schedule. And the dividend remained fixed at $0.04 cents per year for 13 years. I for one am looking forward to seeing what type of dividend journey Cigna will offer in the future. Number 4 is Fastnell that raised its dividend from $0.31 cents to $0.35, cents, or by 12.9%. Anything above 10% is always great in my book. I like to see a good pair of double Ds, double-digit dividend growth and double-digit total returns. 
the 2023 increase from Fastnell was better than the 2022 increase, which was still a respectable 10.71%. The most recent increase will mark a consecutive streak of 6 years now that the company has raised its dividend at a rate of more than 10%. There are a few special dividends on Seeking Alpha's chart that are skewing the growth numbers here, but we can see the long-term CAGR to 2022 is very attractive. Number 5 is Intercontinental Exchange that raised its dividend from $0.38 cents to $0.42, cents, or by 10.53%. Another double-digit bump that was a welcome sight. The company has a short history of dividend payments, but plenty of room for growth in the future. Number 6 is Moody's that raised its dividend from $0.70 cents to $0.77, cents, or an even 10%. Honestly, I was expecting to see lower than average dividend increases this year, following all of the doom and gloom in 2022, so it's pleasant to watch these 10% dividend bumps roll in. This increase will also extend Moody's double-digit increase streak to 6 years. Number 7 is Monolithic Power Systems that raised its dividend from $0.75 cents to $1, or by 33.33%. And this has been the largest increase I have seen this year, and it may be tough to beat, as these 30% plus increases don't come around too often. This marks the 6th consecutive year of increases for Monolithic Power Systems, and all 6 of them have been exceptional. 50% in 2018, 33.33% in 2019, 25% in 2020, 20% in 2021, and 25% last year. And with the latest increase, the dividend rate has quintupled during the last 6 years. The stock has also been on a nice rebound this year, with shares up more than 40%. My portfolio value has sure appreciated this turnaround. Number 8 is MSCI that raised its dividend from $1.25 to $1.38, or by 10.4%. This marks 9 years of dividend growth for the company, and the 2023 increase is actually their lowest one yet. The long-term CAGR has been running at a healthy pace of 22-28%, but will surely cool off a bit after 2023. The share price is also enjoying a good spell, rising about 19% year-to-date. Number 9 is Pepsi that just announced a dividend increase of 10%, that should see its dividend rate climb from $1.15 to $1.26.5. I did not see the exact new dividend rate in the recent announcement, but they definitely were quoted announcing a 10% increase. This was a very good surprise from Pepsi that hasn't had a double-digit dividend increase since 2018, and before that since 2014, and prior to that since 2008. Dividend growth for this mature company has certainly slowed down during the last decade, so it's much appreciated to see an above-average bump. Number 10 is Charles Schwab that raised its dividend from $0.22 cents to $0.25, cents, or by 13.64%. This is a little lower than what we saw from Schwab last year. The company actually announced two dividend increases in 2022 and the year-over-year dividend growth rate clocked in at 16.67%. The 13.64% increase this year is still very good, and these past two years have made up for a lack of dividend growth in 2021. Number 11 is Stag Industrial, that raised its dividend rate from 12.17 cents to 12.25 cents, or by 0.66%. This was in line with what the company delivered during the last few years, and sort of expected. Stag isn't known to have high dividend growth but they do offer a very attractive starting dividend yield and have a long history of raising their dividend. Number 12 is Tiro Price Group that raised its dividend from $1.20 to $1.22, or by 1.67%. This was below par compared to past dividend increases, and I think investors were hoping for a little more from this dividend aristocrat. 2022 was a tough year for the company, and I'm happy that they were able to continue their super long dividend growth story. I would have liked to see a higher increase. But what I would like even more is to see this stock continue to grow its dividend for 50 more years. And I anticipate better dividend increases in the future. And number 13 is Tractor Supply that raised its dividend from $0.92 cents to $1.03 or by 11.96%, which caps off my list with 8 double-digit dividend increases. Last year, Tractor Supply spoiled investors with a 77% dividend increase, and nearly 40% the year before. 
Those are really great raises that pushed compounding to the next level, but the nearly 12% increase this year is pretty awesome as well. All in all, a pretty good start to the year, with all 13 increases averaging out to 9.88%, just shy of that coveted double-digit dividend growth rate that I like to see. Let me shift gears here for a second and talk about what impact these increases have had on my dividend income. I own 5.8 shares of BlackRock, and the 2.46% dividend increase raised my annual dividend income by $2.78. I'm expecting to receive $116.05 from my position in the next 12 months. I own 26.76 shares of Blackstone, and the 1.11% dividend increase raised my annual dividend income by just $1.07. My projected income from this stock for the next 12 months is $117.73. My 6.85 shares of Cigna will pay me $3.01 more per year going forward. The projected annual dividend income is $33.70. I own 39.75 shares of Fastnow, and the 12.9% increase converts to $6.36 in additional dividends. The projected annual income is now $55.66. Intercontinental Exchange will pay me $3.76 more, and a total of $39.48 over the next 12 months. Moody's will pay me $2.47 more, and $27.12 in the upcoming year. Monolithic Power Systems, after that very nice 33.33% increase, will boost my annual dividend income by $11.07, and pay a total of $33.20 per year. MSCI raised my annual dividend income by $2.57 to a new annual total of $27.30. Pepsi's dividend increase had the largest impact on my annual dividend income, raising the total by $11.17 for a total of $111.71 per year. Charles Schwab will pay me $6.77 more each year, and a total of $56.40 in the next 12 months. Stag will pay me just $1.44 more per year following the 0.66% increase. It is one of my highest paying stocks, and I expect to receive $220.51 over the next 12 months. T. Rowe Price Group will pay me $4.75 more, even after that below average increase. The new annual projection is $290.02, so getting very close to crossing the $300 mark with this position. And Tractor Supply will pay me $9.66 more, or $80.77 per year. In total, my annual dividend income has increased by $66.89 from these 13 dividend increases. I think that's pretty cool given that the year just started. Hopefully, the dividend increases continue to come in at a fast pace for the remaining 43 stocks in my core dividend growth portfolio. My projected dividend income for the next 12 months for all of my dividend portfolios is $4,906.53. This is considerably higher than the figure I provided in my last portfolio update. And the reason for this is that I have taken my wife's old 401k account and allocated it fully into dividend growth stocks. This added about $85,000 in market value to our dividend strategy and pushed the forward dividend income projection much higher. I think I should finish the year with more than $5,000 in dividends based on what I intend to contribute to these accounts. I will also reinvest all dividends this year and expect to see more dividend increases. For perspective, my total dividend amount from 2022 was $2,794.85, so 2023 will be much higher. And I also expect that this new capital that I have deployed will have a positive impact on the dividend snowball in the long run. I now have a little more than $230,000 invested in dividend stocks, so maybe if this year turns out to be good, I can cross the quarter million dollar mark. My largest position continues to be Tiro with an allocation of 2.98%. Lowe's is in a very close second place with an allocation of 2.96%. Then we have Microsoft at 2.91%, Home Depot at 2.78%, Apple at 2.7%. Cintas at 2.67%, United Healthcare at 2.63%, Costco at 2.57%, Monolithic Power Systems at 
And rounding out the top 10 is Skyworks Solutions at 2.32%. That puts my top 10 holdings at 29.2% of my entire portfolio. These 10 stocks should generate about $1,258 in dividends per year, which is a little more than 25% of my total estimated dividend income. My three monthly payers, Realty Income, Main Street Capital, and Stag Industrial, as well as Aries Capital, account for another 25% of my dividend income, despite the fact that these four stocks make up just 8.5% of my entire portfolio. Let me know how dividend increases have treated you this year so far, and what your largest bump has been this year.